Here we go, another podcast, season three, episode five, and we have got some cool talking points today. There's some new ball tech out on the market. There is. We're also going to discuss last week's um, events on both tours, um, along with the Saudi International, but then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, aren't we? Nitty-gritty. Liv versus PGA, um, Fardo comments on lawsuit. DJ's All the above. lowest ranking has been in the yeah. 10 years. Same with Bryson. Stupid. And also, the Swilkin Bridge saga. Oh, mate, the patio. The patio, <laughs> indeed. The patio. Okay, so if you're brand new to this podcast, well, welcome to the podcast. Um, we've actually got a, a really cool announcement coming at the end, so do stick around for the entirety of this podcast. You're not going to want to miss that. But also, if you do like the pod, it would really, really help us if you subscribed shared it, do whatever you've got to do. Let people know where the best goal podcast is. Yes, here. Yeah, not anywhere if else. If you need a clarification on that, <laughs> that's this. I thought they'd get that on that. <laughs> so, first things first, Chopper of the Week. Now, I've got two, okay, that I'm going to deliver to you here. One of which might have an inkling that this is coming, however, I didn't tell me it was Can I ask happen. you a question first? Yes. What would So, what would you call your thing you put to your eye then what would you call it that would be my rangefinder so you call it a rangefinder it's, it's 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 mad this so or i've never owned a bushnell in my life no yeah but, you but call i it. call it a bushnell yeah that Which is the I maddest thing or and yeah. I, I never call it my laser no but you could call it a laser but could what, call what, it what what would what, what somebody else called it well sat in the office <laughs> the other day and they referred to their rangefinder as um my colleague dave um referred to a rangefinder as Don't. his eyeglass <laughs> At which I instantly made a pirate joke. Who do you think you are? Bloody Johnny Depp. Like, <laughs> with his bloody eyeglass out. Honestly, I, I, when he said it, I had to like, I did like a double take. Oh my God. I was like, God. you mean you're Rage Finder, Dave, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Rage Finder. Does it extend? Eyeglass. <laughs> um, so that's Chop of the Week number one. Chop of the Week number two. Now, those eagerly eared listeners will recall from last week's podcast that I referenced someone that I knew that had a full SIM 2 bag with SIM 2 woods and they got P790s, very good looking golf bag. But I said on that podcast that they they don't know it yet, but they're going to get Stealth 2. They've missed Stealth out, they're going to get Stealth 2. Lo and behold, Dan, who I was referencing... Went this week and got Stealth 2 and is getting a black and black and red bag. Uh, <clears throat> also, on the fact of Stealth 2, can I just go on this? I know I'm sort of jumping ahead. We said to be able to choose your colour of your club face. We did. And now you can. Look at us, eh? Flying. Setting trends. But Dan will blame me for this because I brought his attention to me referencing him in the podcast. But we both know, Dan, it was going to happen regardless. You you can't blame me. You just it was going to happen. Seven hundred quid. A lot of dough. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But I'm looking forward to seeing the the clubs. Um, and he said I think he's due them later this week. Or yeah, well, I think week? from from ne- I think middle of next week. <clears throat> God, excuse me. I think the middle of next week is when um, because obviously you've already seen them all, but yeah. when they actually are able to purchase. Yeah, because everything's sort of pre-ordered. Yeah, now, so it? you can go and test pre-order, but you yeah. can't actually take home. Take away. There we go. So they are the chopper of the weeks for this week. So let's now bring you up to speed everything Tour Trash Talk. So that is what's going on in the golf world right now. And we're going to start with PJ Tour, AT&T, 
Pebble Beach. Now, I want to start with this. I know Justin Rose is the winner, and it's the first time he's won in a long time. Fair play, Rosie. But did you see Gareth Bale's oh, chip? I knew you were going to say this. Yes, I did. <laughs> what a chip. Yeah, what chip, a chip off the path. Mate, that is some skills. To not very far from the hole. Very impressive. I don't know if he hold the putt, but I'm, I'm hoping he did. I'm assume that he did. Yeah. yeah, like, very impressive. I think there's always been a lot of talk around Gareth Bale's golf game and the whole Wales Golf Madrid thing. And... It's just Wales Golf now. Well, yeah, he's, well, he's, he's not even playing international football no, anymore, but is he? Welsh, but, yeah. So you've got, got to leave Wales in there. Just golf, 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 really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's... Um, we, and obviously, we've seen the video with him and Eric Anders Lang a few years ago, a year or so ago. Right? Brilliant video. Uh, the guy's got a game. The guy's got a golf game. Um, and I'd, I'd be really interested to see if he could, like, actually... If he turns his hand to it properly... The one thing I'd say is, he's used to competing in high-pressure situations. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people who have probably got more talent than him, but not used to competing in high-pressure situations. Yeah. So, he, I'm not saying he's not talented, obviously he is, he's a sportsman of a, of a high standard, but yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to be making PGA Tour records anytime soon. No, but do you reckon he could go for a tour card? No. Do you not think he'll I think he'll, he'll try, but I don't yeah. think he'll ever get one. Yeah. I think he'll get some invites, Yeah. and yeah. I think he'll play live golf. I definitely wouldn't say no to that either. <laughs> Good thinking. Um, okay, Justin Rose. Now, yes. this is his first win, and as a Monday finish. It was. First win in a very long time. Yeah, so 1,471 days, to be precise. That's mad, because you think of Justin Rose, you think of like a top 10 player in the world, yeah. churns out good results, yeah. former US Open champion, and just seems he does seem to have been quiet over the last three years. However, uh, I agree, but we, I remember saying this last time, Right, uh, not last time, la- not last pod, last time round. Ride a cup year, players start playing better. Players want to make that team. Players want to be involved. So, it, it it's weird. It's almost like a flick, a flick switches, a switch flicks. Flick switches. <laughs> I believe uh, those people would miss. <laughs> yeah. Um, a switch flicks, and they like the game doesn't come back. So they never lose it. But do you know what I mean? There's another incentive, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, I, I agree. There's, there's there's something else to play for than just titles. There's, yeah. right, I want Because I think once you play in a Ryder Cup, you probably want to play in it every single year. Like yeah. the, the atmosphere, being part of the team, you don't have that camaraderie away from a normal event. No, no. Like, but yeah. And um, he shot a, ra- a six under final round to claim a three-shot victory. It's a very impressive win from Justin Rose. Um, I know there was a few dropouts with the Monday... Um, finish and things like that but take nothing away from the man it's a good win it's a it's tough a event. tough competition it's a big big event so fair play right moving, moving on swiftly DP World now I'm going to say one thing Josh before you take the mick out of me yes I have carried around this event and this <laughs> <laughs> this final hole Ooh. is extremely tough like yes, it is. all you stand Crying on that tee you just see water 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 but so, it's literally from the tee box all the way to the green all on the right hand side yeah yeah you'd be alright <laughs> I'd be all right, yeah. What do you want to do? Tell you what, Daniel Gavin's in his U.T. shot for him. Mate, I tell you what, I played last Friday, didn't hit a single hook. Thank you very much. Yeah, but if you if you have a miss, what is your miss? Uh, yeah, it's left. Okay, so that was my point. Um, okay, so Daniel Gavin's managed to claim his second victory, but but I say it was a very near implosion. Yes. So wow. Th- I remember watching this on the tee. So I watched this and. He looked a bit nervous in the team, but by all means, you're going to be. Like, oh, of course It's a big are, event, yeah. it's a good field. Obviously, you've only won once before. He then hits this, what looked like a good struck driver, 
but just way right. Massively, like, oh. like not even close. But I'm going to put it in perspective. There is a road down the left that's out of bounds. So no, it's okay. not like you can bail out really far God, left. That makes so, it even more narrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not like he's got a massive bailout. So then, obviously, provisional finds the middle. Of course, it always does. Yeah. Provisional ball is always the straightest ball. Yeah. Um. So then he then goes to this. Now, it's a par five. Now... He wasn't in the final group, so the reason why I think he went for it was because he was sort of trying to set a score, yep. not defend a score. It's yep. not like he was two or three shots clear and sort of could nerdle one down there. So he then... And well, he's, on that, he's probably also thinking, I've got to go for this because I've just dropped a shot yeah. hitting in the water. Exactly, so. exactly. So he then goes for it, carts in the water again, oh. and then hits a decent shot up there on... And then holds it from about 25 foot for a seven. Yeah, it was a big, big putt yeah, as well, well I think 25 it? foot probably doesn't do it justice. No, no. Um, but good win for him. And like you said, is that, so that's his second win on tour? Second win on tour. Very, very good. Again, I'm not saying he's, he's going to... I don't think he'd be a Ryder Cup. Cup pick, but, but he's an English lad. He's, exempt for two years now. Yeah. Mike, I don't want to say he's getting the Masters, but he's going to be he's going to be up there on the World Rankings yeah. for... Oh, sorry, sorry, DP World Tour Rankings. Secured his card, pressure's off, and it's funny, like, I've actually seen him play before, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. He was unimpressively impressive. Right, okay. Like, you don't, he's, he obviously... A, is that a compliment? Yeah, it, it is, because <laughs> it's not like... You wouldn't stand on the range. Obviously, he's a great ball striker, but you wouldn't stand on the range and go, wow, wow. Just looks like a guy that was a great scorer and great, a very gutsy player. Right, so he's not like one of these that, I that like Roy smashes it a yeah, mile. And by the way, I think there's only probably two or three people in the world you stand there on the range and go, wow. One yeah. of them being Tiger, then Rory, and then probably DJ and Ram. Probably Ram, four yeah. people. Like yeah. they're, they're the only four I think you would watch and be like, whoa. Bryson. Okay, but I mean like as purists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sorry, I'm just but I just think, yeah, I just think it, it's just really impressive what he's done. Two victories and I think there'll be many more, even so this he, season. Yeah, and I think I think that's like you said, very impressive win. So, fingers crossed for the rest of the year for him. Saudi international. Saudi international. We are flying through this because we want to talk. Live now golf, I've DJ. got some interesting stuff for you here. Did you know that DJ withdrew? Yes. Yeah. Well, no. That, I knew that, that Cameron Smith missed. But the you call. know the weirdest thing is, I saw that DJ withdrew, and the picture on one of the websites was him and his wife next to each other, very scantily dressed. Now it's like we're just going holiday though. DJ withdrew on holiday. It's basically what it's implying. But anyway, so but the Saudi international. You know when it used to be a DP World Tour event. Yeah. Patrick Reed was offered um, lifetime membership to the former European Tour at the Saudi international. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> How much that? Yeah, well, you, you did a video on that yeah, this week, yeah, didn't we? On yeah. Bat Night Films, go and check it out. Um, mad though, yeah, isn't it? Plug in there. Nice. Um, Cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah, it is mad, really, especially considering what is going on at the minute, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before that, Abraham Answer, claim victory uh, by two shots over Cameron Young. Now, it was a stacked field of live golfers, okay? Cameron Young not being a live golfer. Um, first thing I thought is, is he next to go? Is he an Asian tour player? I don't does know. Does he? I, th- I think he plays like Asian oh, does tour. He? So like that mean that like you get a lot of Aussies. He's Australian, isn't he? Oh, he's American. No, he's American. He's American. But you sure, get, I think you get a lot. God, of, now you got but, a but, but you get a lot of Australians. You get a lot of um, South Koreans. You get a lot of them playing like Asian tour. Like a good friend of mine, Ben Eccles, plays Asian tour um, as it's a great event with American. It's American. But yeah. but what I mean is it's it's a very 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 and I mean very very strong tour. Oh yeah, definitely and. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, like I said, it's a, it was a stacked field of live golfers. Cameron Smith missed the cut, which is shocking, really. That the, the form that he's been in last year. And did um, you hear that? There was a cut. 
There was a cut. But it's not a live event, really, is no, it? No, it's not. It's just run by It's them. just run by the same people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Abraham Hunter claims victory and obviously he was paid nicely for it. Um, he is not struggling, the lad, put it that way. So, we're going to wrap up the, the golf talk, the, not the golf talk, the tournament talk there for now. We're going to talk about the Waste Management Open that's coming up this week, but we have to talk about Live Golf versus the PJ Tour. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll happen, etc., etc.? Okay, I'm gonna put my and then the lawsuit. So the lawsuit right now is between DP and the players and, and Live players. Yes, thirteen players that first went. They all fined them for playing the Scottish Scottish Open, like yeah. Polter, hundred hundred grand, grand on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a different lawsuit though that 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 Live also have taken the PGA Tour for like defamation of character. Because that because uh, Patrick Reed has got a defamation case yeah. going on as well, hasn't he? Yeah, but but basically the, the the lawsuit going on right now, literally as we speak, is to decide the fates of those players. Will they have to pay the fine? Number one, will they? Number two, I mean they're not just going to be struggling to pay it, are they? No, no, but I'm sure Live Golf would pay for it. Yeah. Num- number two, would they be able to play Ryder Cup? And number three, yeah. will they be banned from DP, DP World Tour for life? Which for me, and this is my honest opinion. Um, Two things. Firstly, why should they be banned? Because you can play PGA Tour, you can play DP World Tour, you can play Asian Tour, but you can't play Live Golf. Secondly, um, DP World are a Abu Dhabi, Emirati business. Yeah, just to answer your question on that, because I thought the same thing about why you can play all of them. Apparently, if you are a DP World Tour member, let's say, you had to get permission to go and play some of the PJ Tour events, vice right. versa. Oh, if so again, it's like, oh, it's okay to do that, but you can't do Yeah, that. so if you didn't have a tour card, but then obviously you could go and get a DP, you could have a DP World Tour card, yeah. and then go to tour school in America, America and get a or tour. perform really well in one of the majors yeah. and have enough points to have a have a, a few invites and then accrue yeah. enough money to um, accrue enough starts for your money to count on the PJ Tour. Because right. I think roughly you've got to play eight events on, I think, both tours for your money to count. So there's right, 16 okay. events, four yeah. of them will be majors. I mean, it just it just stinks a bit of like wanting control. Yeah, I well, think. that's what it is, isn't it? It's, it? I think it's being scared, that's yeah. what I'd say. Obviously, people in general don't like change, um, especially if you're sat in the big chair and something's going to threaten you. You're not going to like change, are you? No. However, I personally think it is going to go the way of the players. I think they're going to be able to play DP World Tour. I think they should be able to. Like Most of these players went there to play less golf, right? Yeah. So if they want to play more golf, it's only going to... This is what I don't get, right? So if Stenson, Poulter, McDowell, and even Reed, let's say Reed as yeah, well, because yeah. as much as we can hate him for what he's done, he's still a very good golfer. Oh, of course. Sir. So those four players... It is more exciting than playing a DP event than with not them. Of course So it is. it's only going to help the DP World Tour yeah. that they're allowed to play. And it's only going to help, I think, the, the the European Ryder Cup team. Yeah, and I think it's only going to help golf in general. I agree. That, that there is, obviously, this competition. I don't... Yes, Liv is controversial. Yes, there's all the, the talk around sport washing and all that. But at the end of the day... I personally don't see any difference in them playing live to DP to um, PGA Tour to Asian Tour. It's just the those that empower don't want. Yeah, because okay, if you, let's take the 
sport washing allegation and the 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 where the money's come from out of it. Why can't you play another tour? Exactly. Like exactly. The, and, and why why should they comment on where, where the money comes from? Mm. It's that, that that shouldn't affect their opinion on a player being able to play different tours, in my opinion. No. And then but then I guess obviously like the flip side of it is I guess it's different to the Super League that they were trying to do in football because the Super League in football would have meant them just doing that. So no, no, I don't think it is the same. Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's mad in it. So what's Faldo said? So this is interesting, and th- and th- again, this is another take on it that you could say, yeah, it's it's sort of valid in the. Um, let me just pull it up on here. So he said they shouldn't be there because they've gone off, and you've got to move on. They're done. It's a rival tour. If you work for a company for 20 years and you then leave to go to a rival company, I can promise you your picture won't still be on the wall. You've moved on. Fine. Off you go. Okay, but Rory's picture on the wall on the DP World and Rory's picture on the wall on the PGA Tour. Correct. And equally, as much as you look at it, they are two competitors. Of course they are. (laughs) I'm sorry, they are. I disagree with his comment there. I mean, so do I. I I think it's different. It's different to like, say for example... You, he's liking that to everyday working life. Yeah, doesn't I, work like that. I'm, I'm looking at this from. I'm not looking at where the money is, and I know you can't look at it like that. And people will form an opinion on Live Tour just purely based on where the money is. And I get that. I get that side of the argument. But what we're saying is like you're gonna have more eyes on golf. Yes, it's gonna make golf a more attractive sport. Yeah, like when the Premier League in football first came along, people slated it. Now it is the biggest league in the world and everybody's watching it. Of course it is, yeah, 100%. 100%. Now, it's actually mad this. I was thinking about this today and I don't know why I've never put it this way. You know them paying these substantial amount of money for players? What yeah. the Premier League do? Like, oh, yeah. you pay 100 million for a player, you pay 150 million for a player, that's just normal. Yeah, and it, again, it's it's like these players don't get a salary and that's what that offers them. Um, but also, when you sign as a player in Premier League, you get a percentage of, you, of your what you're worth. Yeah, depending right. on your, your contract. Yeah. yeah, so like, say you've got 100 million, like you could potentially sometimes get 20, 30 percent of that. Yeah, because they'll get they'll get signing on fee. Yeah. They'll get obviously then their wages astronomical. It's, it's, um, so yeah, it's I, making golf more like the superstar football. That's what I'd say. It is, and I think obviously it's very different from a team sport perspective. It's different from the money that the Premier League brings in, I think, and I think that's the sort of one of the the points that people the the, the snags that people have on it is, okay, yeah, the Premier League makes all that money, but it's all TV revenue, it's all. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this is literally just yeah. Well, apparently they came out and made no cash. money. Yeah, made no money. But exactly. In, in the you don't want their gold goals in the end. The gold no. in the end might be to put on. Well, is they got a TV deal? Yeah, exactly. So okay. So what's your verdict? Will all these thirteen players one have to pay the fine and two be able to play events slash be able to um, play Ryder Cup? Yes or no on all of them as a, as a collective? Because I think you don't just have one. You have, no. you have yeah, all, yes yeah. or no. I'm gonna say that they are able to play. However. I don't think there'll be many in the Ryder Cup team. I agree. From a political point of view. I only think they're going to qualify. <laughs> the only way they're going to do it is qualification. Quali- they're not going to be one of the picks. Luke Donald's not going to pick Ian Poller. He's not. Unless he qualifies. Unless, yeah, I know. But do you know what I mean? He's not going to be I a pick. I don't think realistically would qualify. Mm, I mean, he might. He'd have to play out of his skin. But he's play, he played well at Dubai last week. And so like you say, Justin Rose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryder Cup years do funny things. They do. Okay, guys, let's move on to the Swilcombe Bridge. Now... 
the patio was very short-lived. Have you seen the video <laughs> of them taking it up today? I have, yeah. So the whole idea behind this was, so if you don't know, St. Andrew's Golf Course is owned by the St. Andrew's Trust. Yes. Who basically keep the whole integrity of golf. And that bridge is 500 years old. Yes, it is. It is. It is. So, like... A and, bit of history, isn't it? And over, here you go, 50,000 golfers a year step on that bridge. Well... We were one of them last year. We had a photo on there. We did. Was that last year? That was the year before. But, but I was, I was but, there last year. Yeah, same. The 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 point oh, yeah, I... No, we, no, we, we But it wasn't last year, though. No, that was no, open no, year, was wasn't it? It was the year ago. before well, that. We went there twice last year. We did. We did. Um, but what I was going to say was... Obviously, and that that stat is probably just the people that play the course. Yeah. Well, you think about us the year before, we turned up, went to Andrews, walked down the course to get a photo on it. Yeah, jumped like, in. It is a bit of history, right? And I I understand what they were trying to do. They're trying yeah, to protect it. They've tried it. other things. They've tried putting fake grass. They've tried see overseeding it. They tried like mats down. They tried shale down. I honestly don't think it was that bad. No, I but think. But again, people don't like change. Bit, no, exactly. It could have just been a bit more discreet. But the one thing I'd say is, it was new. It needed to get weathered. Yeah. So I think if you'd let it sit there for a year, with the lovely Scottish sunshine on it, <laughs> it would have looked a bit better. The fact that you got this five hundred year old bridge and they've used semi-old looking bricks. If it wasn't a five hundred year old bridge, it would look pretty good, I think. Yeah, and I think what this what this does show is the the power of media. Yeah. Of the media, of golfers, people can put Twitter. Like hey, I was getting sent pictures of people putting their like like inserted a hot tub on it. Yeah, like and it's it's shows that like the power that that we actually have as a, a public and like with the media and things like that because literally within two three days it's been taken up. Like, they're done. digging it up. It's, it's gone. Done. It's yeah. all done. They've returfed it today. Which is mad. Before Which play mad. started. Taken up and, and read up. So obviously, like, as play comes round, the one tee start, you've got to be done by about nine, ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah and, they, and they obviously want people... that That's part of the attraction of going there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you, to, you to pay your that. £100, £200 green fee because you want to be on that course. Yeah, and have that photo. and Yeah, so interesting, very interesting. Last thing before we move on to Ace Management Open. First time in how long DJ's outside the top 50? I think it's 10 years. And Bryson's now outside the top 100. Now, this is again the live effect. I know we've sort of stuck the smoking bridge in there in this live conversation, but for me now, it's going to be massive what happens here because obviously, if Bryson's outside the top one hundred, okay, won a US Open, won't play Masters. Well, maybe he's a, maybe he's a major champion. You do. I don't know. That's the thing. So I don't quite know the criteria. But he's going to be getting in on technicalities as opposed to being one of the top fifty in the world or whatever it, whatever it was before. Because obviously, previously he's been. Top ten, top twenty, yeah, for years now. Um, so it's going to be interesting how things play out over the next couple of days. I mean, obviously, like the, they're, they're not bothered, are they? They're not like Cameron Smith's come out and said how obsolete the world rankings are. I mean, it isn't it? I mean, John well, Ram we've had that conversation in, yeah, twice we, in two weeks and, yeah. and didn't get moved up to number one in the world. But Cantley could have moved up from below him. Yeah, we've had that conversation, and and I agree. It the the system needs revisiting, but. With these live golfers, it's going to be really like this was something that we sort of foresaw, as it were. We we talked about it last year, how this is going to affect coming round to major time, Ryder Cup time. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens mm. um, over the coming weeks, months, especially with the Masters around the corner, and also obviously DJ will be there because he won the Masters, but um, and also the Ryder Cup. So we will keep track of that and see what's going on. Right. 
Waste management, this Phoenix week. Open. So this is the first, I don't know the phrase that they've used, but like boosted event. So I think the prize pot's bigger. Um, the field's absolutely stacked. Like we're talking any big name, they're pretty much in it. So it's Rory's first start on the PJ Tour this year since his win at the CJ Cup. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously he's won in um, Dubai. Yeah. Um, obviously John Rahm is is playing. You've got the likes Aaron Rye of playing, Aaron Rye, Tommy Fleetwood. Hoffman. Um, who? Hoffman. Hoffman, yeah. Matsuyama. Morikawa. McCoy, Lowry. Finau, Chauffele, Spieth. So literally, it. they're all there. So whoever's inside the top 50 in the world who's not a live goal player is playing, basically. Yes, absolutely. And this is... So for those of you that can't remember, this has got the famous... I want to say 16. 16, goal. par 3. Theater. Stadium, yeah. Now, have you seen... Um, did you see um, John Rand came out and said he doesn't want it to be as rowdy, basically? Oh, did he? Yeah, he came out saying, like, I hope it's not going to be as rowdy. Ah, get more rowdy! Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty rowdy last year. Yeah, when that throw lamp, him yeah. running on. Is it um, Joel... Is it Darman? Yeah. And his shirt over his head and all sorts. Like. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit <laughs> But if, no, you know, if you make a hole in one on there, you're going to go crazy. Oh, of course you are, yeah. I mean, and that obviously that goes back to... Because Tiger made a hole in one on there, but back in the day when there was no stadium, Just but people. it was like a big banking of yeah. people, wasn't it? And... I like this event. I think it's really good. Um, I think this we're going to see a different event though, mm. because these are the events that are there to combat live. Mm. So it's going to be interesting how that plays out. I know obviously last year they had a lot of influencers there. What would the media coverage be like? Exactly. Um, they had a lot of influencers there. There was loads on social media about them yeah. doing night golf on that stadium. Um, on hole. the par three. Yeah, on the par three. Mm. So um, interesting to see what happens there. Pick your winner. And oh, go on. You say if, if you're gonna say something. No, I was just gonna say, and I can't wait for the Netflix series. Oh, a week today. A week today. Exciting. <laughs> now pick your winner. Um, my winner. I'm gonna go Roy McIlroy. Ah, <gasps> back to back. The guy is in I a purple patch, mate. Rory the guy looks unreal with the putter, and when that guy looks good with the putter, can I can I just say something? Yeah. You'd say this to me last year. Oh, shock! You picked number one in the world. Yeah, but it's different, mate. Is it? What, because you're saying it and I'm yeah, not? Yeah, oh, right, okay. Much. Well, I'm going to pick John Rahm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you number two in the world? Number <laughs> two in the world? Uh, no, I don't think he is. Yeah, he's in the top five in the world, anyway. He's third. Um, still. Still. Very, very strong. I can't wait. I think they're going to be a lot more coverage in terms of on social media again, like last year. And I actually like just watching that par three. That yeah. that, that is the Beal all. It's like a bit like the Ryder Cup for me. Like those players actually a bit nervous teeing it. Oh, up. of course. Un- yeah. Unlike a normal run of the mill um, PJ Tour event. Yeah. Now, before we move on, we must mention that this podcast is brought to you by. Well done, Josh. Scottsdale Golf. It is. Now, we're going to say, hopefully, our lovely friend uh, Dan went to upgrade his equipment at Scottsdale Golf. We hope. Uh, I'll have to ask him that question. Yeah. Um, but now, we, we, you do usually say it's like same day custom fit, but we're going to put a caveat in here. If it's like golf clubs that are brand new. Caveat. Caveat, sorry, in there. Don't worry. Caveat, like I got, a, I've got you, mate. Don't like worry. A, it's like a cognac. It's like a drink. <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know um, might have made it up. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, if you are going to go ring up and get fitted, then you've just 
got to be wary of the clubs that are on pre-order. You won't be yes. able to take the same day. Yes. So, yeah, if you want to get in touch, www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. Um, you can organise your fitting, and they've got some great deals on the website of just general clothing. That's where I get all mine from. Excellent. Right. Okay, it is now time for Tech Talk. So, PXG have brought a golf ball out that is apparently the best ball ever. That's a big statement. And better than the Pro V slash Pro V1X, which is also... A bigger statement. Yeah, because like we've tested balls on the channel that have had this same thing of saying we have a better ball, and unfortunately, it has not. No, and I think that, again, to say something like that or about a ball that's been so, like, dominant in the market... There's nothing like, close to it. No, the, the Pro V1... Not even your Billy Redstone. Well, exactly, but the Pro V1 has been played by... 90% of professional golfers yeah. like and and there's no there's no question on that so for PXG to come out and say this they have to have stats to back it up there's got to be well there are well should we dive into them then right okay so let's just give you a bit of background PXG have launched this brand new golf ball and get down in the comments guys if you actually want us to take it out and test it in real life now you can't do this yet they aren't out to purchase just out to sort of talk about yeah so PXG engineers um, were formerly Ping engineers. So I'm just going to sort of put yeah, a bring it's interesting a bit this, actually. Um, now, when they left Ping, there must have been like this sort of garden leave where they couldn't work in the club market for a certain period of time. Yeah. So they actually, you won't have heard of this golf ball, they actually worked on a golf ball called the Slick. Ooh. It's got weird. It's like it's like literally looks like slick writing, and and like uh, it's not something I want to hear about my golf ball. I'm not going to lie. So is that on behalf of PXG I, or that, that before? I don't know. Right, okay. I, I think just because they couldn't work on something, they put their minds to something, something else. Got you. So anyway, we now have what we have called the PXG golf ball, and I'm actually a bit disappointed. It's not got like some like mad writing all over it, or like <laughs> it's just like looks a ball bog, on the side of it. Yeah. Yeah. boom, baby, and on it. <laughs> that if you've not seen PXG's equipment, is reference yeah. to that because there's all sorts going on. Yeah. Um, but for them to come out and say that, like we said, it's going to rival the um, Pro V1 and potentially make it obsolete. Mm. It's so, a big statement. Yeah, so basically, it's a three-piece construction golf ball. It's got a urethane cover, which won't surprise you. Most yeah. modern golf balls now have this. But there is some interesting facts on this, Josh. So this is what, what sort of surprised me. So the Pro V1X has 348 dimples. Okay. Not that I've counted them. Um, <laughs> You've had a long afternoon, yeah. haven't you? <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> um, the Pro V1 has 388 dimples. Right. Now, I'm going to mention this golf ball. It's going to be surprising that I mention this. The Kirkland Signature golf right. ball has 338 golf balls. Now, dimples. Dimples. Right, okay. Golf balls, dimples. 338 <laughs> golf balls. <laughs> dimples. The PXG golf ball has the same as the Kirkland golf ball, 338. Now, the reason why I bring this up, it's one, a strange amount of dimples yes. that the USGA will allow, but also it is made in the same country. Both golf balls, PXG and mm. and the Kirkland golf ball are both made in Vietnam. Interesting. Now, I think the important thing is to understand with the dimples, that can affect affect the fight of the ball spin, that's how spin the race. exactly how the ball gets up in the air etc etc so for me the first thing that will be in, interesting to see is how it performs from a spin rate perspective against the pro v1 yeah because that again is what gives you launch what gets the ball for going further yeah and for i guess 
and around the greens as well yeah, in fact but, but again for high speed players does it then spin too much so there's, there's there's a lot to take into account here so I guess the, the big question you've got to be thinking who <coughs> excuse me who's it aimed at well if they're if they're pitching it as a premium ball hmm. my first thought is they're aiming it at elite golfers if they're going to come into the market with a golf ball that is around the same price which we will touch on around the same price as a Pro V1 you've got to be looking at that elite golfer that is buying those golf balls. Yeah, so, without a bit of a pun here, it's the one ball to rule them all. Wow. Is that <laughs> what they've said? Was that no, there? no, no. Oh, right. <laughs> one ring was... to rule them all. Well, yeah, one the rings what... quote there, mate. I know, I know that. So, but... <laughs> basically, it's it's a one golf ball fits all. Uh, right, now, okay. I get this a little bit because, like, as a normal club golfer, by the way, get down in the comments, like, what golf ball do you use? And by the way, Bridgestone. guys... Josh, I'll put that coming up. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this pod on the podcast, then do head over to the YouTube channel Back Nine Films where you can actually watch segments of this. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to go and check out the podcast as well. We'll leave all those links down below. Now, basically, I actually think gold ball fitting for a club golfer is the maddest thing ever, and there is almost too many options. Yes, and I agree. I think the mark is the mark. The market is very saturated in the golf balls that you can get, and I think. There's a lot of blurred lines in, do I need a distance ball? Do I need a softer ball? Do I need this? Do I need that? Now, I think it's people are very quick to go, I'm just going to buy a Pro-V because I know it's the best ball. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't do that myself, playing a Bridgestone. But again, I use a premium ball. Like, yeah. And I think you're only going to notice that when it comes when you become a better and better player, that how it reacts yeah. to the way you play. However, with this being a one ball fits all, how's it going to feel off the face? Yeah. Like, because the distance balls, they f they feel harder, they make a different noise, and these are all things that play into a golfer's psyche as to what they want. Yeah, I think noise is a big thing. Of course it is. Noise is a big thing. I would say, I, I, feel around the greens and noise would be the two things that I would pick up on, obviously, how far it goes as well, but yeah. like, they're the th first things like the naked eye yeah. or the naked ear, you would... Yeah, you choose 100%. <laughs> okay, so Josh, we, they have done some testing. My Golf Spy, which is a brilliant website by the way, I like it a lot, have done some testing. Right. So... This is an independent test conducted in golf labs. The PXG ball was six yards longer than the Pro V1 and just a tick shorter than the Pro V1X. It was a touch faster on than both of them on ball speed. Okay. So looking at these stats here, like if we just sort of pull a few of them up, wedges, right? PXG, ball speed, 95.9, Pro V1, 95.9, and ball speed for Pro V1X, 95.5. We all want to know what driver was. So, ball speed with driver on the independent test, 149.4, 148 for the PXG, yeah, 148.5 for the Pro V1, right, okay. and 148.8 for the Pro V1X. So, essentially, their claims that this golf ball is faster and goes further, I mean, is technically not completely wrong. It's not, but, question for you, would you, and do you think that professional golfers and elite golfers would instantly change for six yards. Well, this is the big thing. The big testing point for me is not what we think and what you think in this golf ball. It's whether the PXG staff players start using it. Because a lot of those PXG staff players will be using a Pro V1X. Yeah, of course they will. And if they then go into the PXG, that sort of adds the credibility to the yeah. golf ball that's not just PXG saying it's good. And I will find it very strange if they do because... These tour players are very finicky on... 
finicky finicky yeah, close enough um, yeah close <laughs> enough um, on what gold balls they use whether it's Pro V1s or Pro V1X and yeah. now they're saying there's a ball that sits right in the middle of them will they like it it's good I mean obviously time will tell on this I like I said get down in the comments if you want us to test it I think we need to put this through the same test we put the cold yeah. blue through 100% yeah. because again it might go a little bit further it, or the same distance it might perform well around the greens but if it marks up you're changing the ball every couple of holes, especially yeah. as a pro. It's changing every I hole. I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see that. Like I don't see it. It's not cheap, but it's not. Well, speaking of price, where is it priced at? What's okay. its price point? So, and this surprises me. Like I would say one thing: if they really wanted to disrupt the market, yeah, um, I would have thought they would have been cheaper than this. So it is around about thirteen to fifteen pounds slash dollars cheaper than a dozen Pro V1Xs right, okay. coming in at thirty nine ninety nine. But I feel if you made it like thirty quid for a dozen, yeah basically a Bridgestone sort of price, yeah, yeah. then that's where you would convert a lot of potential Pro V1, Pro V1Xs to the PXG yeah. ball because the PXG brand in, in recent years, when it first started, screamed like ultimate luxury. Price. Yeah, yeah. pricey. Pre- oh, but not even, we say premium, but ultra premium. Like yeah, you're yeah. talking, paying way over the odds for clubs. And I mean, they blurred the lines a little bit last year when they brought out their more affordable I think it was zero to eleven, zero to one one range. Yeah. Um, but alongside their, is it Gen Five? Yeah. Premium clubs, so they've sort of blurred the lines a little bit there. But this is sort of a statement to say, no, no, we're top end. Like we're we're not far off the Pro V One, and that's where we're going to be. But I don't get why they wouldn't charge more than that. Because you get a lot of PXG players that will use them now, and they will just go to PXG as default because it's PXG. Yeah. That's true. But Josh, okay, what does it look like? Like, I actually quite like this. So you know when I play golf, I put a bit of like a T on it. Yes. It has that sort of T section right, on it, okay. which I like for putting. Um it's just got PXG in black. It's it's a I guess it's a bit dull. I was expecting yeah. like the, <laughs> again, like I said, it's not like dots everywhere and yeah. Yeah. But again, could they do that? Because obviously that's what the the T P five have done, Callaway have done that. They obviously just want to have their branding clean on it. This is our ball, this is how we do it. But it is a bit of a sort of anticlimax in the sense of you look at a PSG, uh, PXG golf club. It's like, wow. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. So very interesting to see how it performs. Very interesting to see who uses it, if it gets used or if it dies a death. Interesting. Now, other tech news. Bryson DeChambeau. We notoriously know him as a Cobra athlete he's been using cobra clubs for basically god really. knows how long yeah he he had the full one length um story, story which is all through cobra cobra are the only clubs that do the one length aren't they um I think. no um i think ben hogan actually oh. did did a set of well, one one length there you go i stand corrected but big news is bryson has been seen using the Stealth 2. Now, this Taylor surprises Stealth me. Two. This can only be because he's tested it and it goes way better. But way better in what sense? I Do you don't think know. it's going to go further? Because the other interesting thing is on this is you sent me this link, but then the next thing I saw was all the Live Golf um, team captains being announced, of which he is one for the Crushers, and he had his driver in his hand and it was an yeah. Aerojet. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what goes on here, whether, because he, he's still wearing all Puma gear, is he, is he still all over the I'm, Puma I'm, website, I'm Cobra really website? I'm surprised that he's been spotted testing it, just because, 
let's say he's got a 360 deal with Puma Cobra. It's not going to go down well, is it? He 100% will be, there'll be something there. He always has to use a Cobra driver and probably a Cobra driver of the last three years. Yeah. Like, there'll be there'll be so many stipulations in there because he's a big, big name player. Of course he is. And people are watching him, especially from a long drive perspective as well. That's another market that yeah. basically Cobra could have had the, not monopoly of, but he's the big name in long drive. He's making that sport so big. Now, if people see him using the tailor-made, that's not going to go down well. Can't go down well. No, Can't. not at all. So we will, again, keep up to date with that. But I think now it's time to do our big announcement, mate. Big announcement. So if you've been listening to our podcast over the last three seasons, you know it's been called How to Ruin a Good Walk. But to bring it in line with our YouTube channel, Bat 9 Films, we are going to rename the pod Back 9. Yeah, pod. the back nine pod. So we are. By the way, one thing we've not actually seen if it's available. That. That's a good point. We will check whether <laughs> it's available. We will check whether back nine pod is available. And as of next week, if it is, this will be the back nine, nine pod. pod. If not, it'll still be answering a good walk. <laughs> we should have probably. <laughs> we've got to leave that in. We can't cut that out. That's funny. <laughs> We're clear, guys. We're, clear. We're, We're in clear. the back nine pod. As of next week, so we wanted to announce it before just doing it because obviously we don't want you to miss an episode. Things are going to carry on as normal. We're not going to get rid of all the old episodes. We're just going to change the name and the branding. Yes. So, tip guys, of the week. tip of the no, week tip time. Of the week. No, no, no. Tip of the week. Is a tip of the week? Of course it's a tip of the week. Of course it's a bloody tip of the week. Last thing, guys, tip of the week. So, one thing I'd say, guys, and this has been giving me a bit of the ick. I've had people come to me for lessons and they said, on par threes, I don't see it up. Why? They don't see it up. They, they don't see do it know, up. Do you know what that is? Matt Wolf did a video, and he said in that video, no tees on par threes. Yeah, but he's 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 a he's ball striker. <laughs> Correct, he's a ball striker. Uh, so I, I would say this is my tip of the week. The more loft you got in your hand, the lower your tee. The lower the loft, the higher your tee. I'm Dead not simple. saying you have it I up agree. to. I'm not saying you have it up to driver height. No, I'm saying at max height, it's probably a fingertip above the ground. Yep, I agree. But it just helps you keep it in the air. Helps you find that sort of fourth and fifth groove up, not that bottom one. I know you've all been finding. Yeah, and a little tip from me, if you are contemplating buying new clubs um, and you want a bit of peer pressure, send me a message on Instagram, how to ruin a good walk, and I will Vimeo. do it on the post. <laughs> I, should do, I should do your Vimeo for three ninety nine. I'll peer pressure you live <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Buy them, buy them, <laughs> you want them. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, as we said, um, we will be called Bat9 Pod from next week, yes. so we've not gone away, we're still here. Don't forget to share the pod, like it, whatever you've got to do. We would appreciate your support even further. And, um, yeah, we can't wait to bring you some more episodes. And go and subscribe on YouTube. Touche.